Hey, nerds, we understand you. Drop those controllers, lose the wizard hat, and ready your Cheetos. It's time for some hard-hitting talk about the movies, books, and games you love. So get ready, oh searcher of useless knowledge. It's time to step into the Geek Cave. Broadcasting from a top secret and totally awesome hidden base, I'm Ken Harris, and here's Darren Wright, Justin White, and Chad Savage. And welcome to a new limited edition foil-covered episode of Geek Cave Podcast Comics. I'm Darren. I'm Justin. And I'm Chad. Ah, a Valentine's haiku. Love is in the air. No wait, that's the trash. P.U. Welcome to comics. I like it. Five seven five, it yep. works. Okay, yeah. The, the pu was yeah. in the, the second line. Yes, got it. <laughs> there was enough of a gap. I was he was saying. counting it up. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, love is in the air. Love is in the air. Happy February, everybody. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of things we love, I want to talk about our sponsors. Shirtosaurus, digging up clothing from your past so you can look rad today with great t-shirts, sweater, and hoodie designs on everything geek chic. Whether you're a fan of old school gaming, anime, 80s cartoons, or you're just weird like us, find something for you at shirtosaurus.com and Gamefly. With membership options for every budget, plus gifts for gamers of all ages, Gamefly has thousands of titles that you can keep as long as you want. And when you're done, just send it back in a postage paid envelope for a new one. Or mm. keep it forever and pay a lot less than in-store prices. Sign up for your free 30-day trial right now using the link at geekcavepodcast.com. Dot com. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how is everyone doing this fine February? It's cold. I don't like it. <laughs> eh. At the time of this taping, uh, me and Chad's geographic area got like 15 inches of snow, a glazing of ice, and nine straight days of sub of sub 32 degree temperatures. 32 Fahrenheit, mind you. So it's below zero for you Celsius folks out there. It's been cold. It's been cold. I haven't liked it at all. The the kids have been excused from school more than they've been in school for 2024. I'm already seeing some people lose uh, basic grammar skills. Although that might just be social media that's in general. Just internet. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, me no see problem. <laughs> <laughs> me feel English? That's impossible. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, this is comics, and let's take our mind off the weather. Has anybody read anything fun? Well, uh, hold on a second. I got hold on. I got my checklist here. Let's see. Crush your enemies. Check. See them driven before you. Check. Lamentation of the women. Hold on. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle. It's Darren's first time. Motherfucker! I told you be gentle. And welcome to Darren's First Time, where I read uh, the first issue of a comic series, and I ask myself, if not me, then who? If not good, then why? And this... <laughs> <laughs> I let that one sit for a second. <laughs> oh, he... Some things need to, you know, permeate. It needed to breathe. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, speaking of things that need to breathe, uh, let's look at this month's comic, uh, the 2013 run of Titan Comics, 
Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who uh, don't speak Arnold, uh, as Justin just demonstrated, the I native I don't know tongue, why everybody should speak Arnold. is a yeah. great thing to speak. It's really good. Um, Conan the Barbarian, or Conan O'Brien, depending on which one you ask, uh, <laughs> is about... <laughs> Is about uh, a guy from Sumeria, S-I-M-M-E-R-I-A, not Sumeria. And someone actually asked, is it pronounced Kumeria? Because it's sure as shit not Sonan the Brian, uh, the Barbarian. Sonan the Brian's a good one, too. Uh, but no, he's from Sumeria. And if you're not familiar, he's a barbarian. He does barbarian things. Think of, like, the, the tough guys from Dungeons & Dragons, uh, except this one is smarter. He travels the land. He beats up monsters having a good old barbarian time. Uh, Marvel had him for a number of years, but in 2013, no, 2023, uh, Titan Comics relaunched it. The brand new number one. I read it. Thoughts? Uh, it starts off with, uh, this is apparently <laughs> several years into Conan's uh, career, I guess? Sure. He's been traveling the region, getting in fights, and winning and just being a barbarian. And he is about to return to Samaria because he's been away from home for just such a long time. So he stops in this. Oh, the barbarian's homesick. He is a bit homesick. Also, there's no one left to kill. Oh, wow. So there's that. <laughs> Job well done. He ran out of enemies. <laughs> and so uh, he stops in this uh, little town called Hauler's Rome. That's a little village. And the first thing we see of Conan um, well, okay, let's see. What page is this? Page three. Ah, okay. Page three, he is in a bar fight uh, with uh, his former boss of this mercenary group he joined up. Uh, so we see, like, uh, naked boobs from a barmaid. Uh, we see a lot of blood. And Conan basically just, you know, soloing this poor guy who keeps getting back up. And he's like, nobody quits our team. And then he proceeds to quit the team and uh with with the phrase consider this my resignation which i'm surprised that they had in barbarian times resignation as a term but i mean i don't know i don't i'm not a linguistics expert maybe they did resign yourself to me quitting yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> he beats up the boss uh he collects his pay he also collects the pay of like uh the dead members of the mercenary group because apparently they fought with honor and since Conan fought with honor by quitting, he gets their share, whatever. <laughs> Through the transitive property of honor. Yeah. <laughs> All your gold belonged to me. He proceeds to order some stew, gets hit on by uh, the lusty barmaid, and then all of a sudden there's a commotion outside, a real strange light coming from the sky. And my first thought was, holy shit, am I getting Conan versus aliens? Because that would be awesome. Unfortunately, I was disappointed. It's not Conan versus aliens. It's Conan versus zombies. Lots of zombies uh, as this one woman rides into camp and says, you got to get out. It's over. It's already over. You're not going to beat this army. Just get out while you can. And of course, uh, the, the guys are like, no, we're going to fight them. It doesn't go well for anyone other than Conan. If your name is not Conan, you died. <laughs> if your name is Conan or uh, the woman he saved, I got to like look up her name real quick. Yep, can't find it. Uh, but if it's one of those two people, you're all right. <laughs> she gives her name, but like it's just one of those like blinking you miss it kind of things. Uh, but basically, she tells Conan that like her people were wiped out. Brissa, that's her name. 
Brissa of the Golren tribe. And she explains to him that, like, look, these guys have been just roaming the countryside. They've wiped out all of my people. The only way we can survive is to stay ahead of them. Conan says, look, we're really close to Samaria. We'll go in there. We'll get the men. They know a thing or two about fighting against outmatched odds. And she's like, no, you don't understand. They've already been there. Your homeland's dunsty. And that that kind of is where the first issue ends with just watching the Sumerian troops just get absolutely dominated and just wiped out by this zombie horde. So, uh, as someone who has never read a Conan the Barbarian uh, book before, I have some notes, and they are as follows. Fuck yes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, let's see, what else did I have? More, please. So, uh, yeah, the art is great. Uh, Conan is, you know, super manly, and it's really fun to watch him just kind of go Hulkamania on his enemies and driven, have them driven before him. And I haven't seen any lamentation of the women yet, but I, well, I am hopeful. I am hopeful. Yeah, he doesn't look at all like Arnold. He looks like the classic Conan, you know, from like the Marvel uh, comics and all that. But yeah, I mean, so far so good. I, I would, uh, I would give this one uh, a continuous read. I would read this one multiple times if I had the stamina. Hmm. All right. Not the direction I was thought this was going to go, given how it started. But good to know. Good to know. I like to keep you guessing. I'm I'm sitting here as you're leading up to, okay, now my thoughts. I'm like, okay, is this, would this have been better if it was Conan O'Brien, the barbarian? Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Someone get on that. <laughs> Team Coco, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, we know Jimmy Fallon listens. We have the screenshots, okay? That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> we don't know why he listens, but we have them. <laughs> Whoever on Jimmy Fallon's staff who listens to this. Hi. Tell, <laughs> hi. Tell Jimmy to tell Conan <laughs> that we want to talk to him. <laughs> that we'd really like to talk to Taylor Tomlinson. I get on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she's she's funny yeah uh, uh speaking of funny chad yeah have you uh you read anything done anything yeah well i've been reading some things uh, like i said i'd switched over from batman and into some other stuff so i i guess but i got a stupid question oh chad there are no stupid questions and now it's time for chad savage's stupid question So water famously can't really be compressed. That's the whole point of like hydraulics and so forth. Um, but it also resists motion and so forth. So what happens to Atlantis during a tsunami? <laughs> this is actually, I mean, this is a good question. <laughs> I was not expecting physics to be involved in the comic book section physics is always involved <laughs> if you've woken up at a time when physics do not apply god help you <laughs> so depth yep don't forget about barometric pressure yeah pressure yeah. um sharks <laughs> Kraken, uh, let me let me get back to you. Mark, okay, Mark Twain. That's that's not at all right. <laughs> sure, sure it is on yeah. the rivers. Yeah, 
So <laughs> throw I, in some Captain Nemo, and you know, I did. I did read something good. Okay. Besides Conan. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first issue of the new Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Uh, takes place on Earth six one six zero. I think it's Marvel's multiverse. No, I thought it was one six one because six one six is six one six is modern. One six one zero is the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. So this is maybe it's a new Ultimate Universe. Yes, it's a new Ultimate Universe. Uh, long and short of it is we're back. We are back. We've got like a Peter Parker who's confident and who's not being cucked by some guy named Paul. And, uh, this is, this is a Peter Parker who this actually kind of ties in a little bit with the old ultimate universe. Uh, a little bit of a history lesson for those of you who, uh, haven't read it in that universe. Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic went evil, uh, because I don't know reasons and he became the maker that's what he started calling himself all the good names are gone his patience was stretched too thin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway the maker uh decided to manipulate some of the events of time and one of those things is he prevented a teenage peter parker from being bitten by a spider why because he would have been the first in a series of superheroes that would have shown up on the scene. Peter Parker not getting bit by the spider means that most of the Avengers never showed up, means that uh, the Age of Heroes never happened, means that Iron Man, Tony Stark, is framed for a terrorist attack that kills May Parker, and it's basically their world's 9-11. So May Parker dies. May Uncle Parker. Ben lives. Ben lives. Oh, but not Parker, just that. May is dead. There's at least Yeah, there's got to be a dead parent. But, like, uh, in this new reality, Peter is in his early 30s. He has never done the whole great power, great responsibility thing. He's got he's got a wife, Mary Jane. He's got two kids. And he works at the Daily Bugle as a reporter under edi- uh, managing editor Ben Parker. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson is Ben's assistant. <laughs> and is nice to Peter. Yeah. Oh. But uh, Peter's just kind of chilling in his apartment one day, and uh, this little orb just shows up in his living room with a holographic message from Tony Stark, uh, who, again, in this world is known as a madman monster of a terrorist who says that, look, something was taken from you, something that should have happened to you, didn't happen to you, and it set all these events in motion. I'm going to, hopefully, if this works give you a chance to get it back. And inside the sphere is a little vial with a spider inside. Peter weighs his options. He, he, this is what I love about the, the writing is that he does the responsible fucking thing. And that is he talks to his spouse. He doesn't keep this a secret. He's like, Hey, Tony Stark sent me a spider <laughs> and says that it's part of a destiny that I never knew I had. And she's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I kind of want to find out. And she's like, go for it. I support you. Any other instructions? Do I eat the spider? Do I? No, just like, you know, he even goes to goes to Ben and he doesn't tell him everything. But just like, I feel like there's something I need to do. And Ben's like, do it. Go ahead. 
Everyone's super supportive of Peter, which is a nice change of pace. And this will be the last time yeah, probably. that Peter engages in open and honest communication with literally anyone. Yeah, probably, because the issue ends with him uh, letting it bite him, taking it out of the vial, the spider bites him, and he gets a black suit. You know? So uh, that's where we're going. Ultimate Spider-Man number one ends with Spidey in a solid black suit, no spider logo or anything, standing on the rooftop ready to embrace his destiny. It was really well written. The art is great. Uh, I finally am optimistic about a Spider-Man property not named Miles Morales again. So here's my thinking. We got a, we, we got a dead May. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to get Ben is going to be the role of J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems yeah. like, yeah. So so he's going to be the anti-Spider-Man. Oh, I because forgot one thing. Sorry, go ahead. J. Jonah Jameson is going to die in something that Spider-Man's involved in. Well, maybe. I forgot what to mention uh, one other wrinkle. Uh, ben and J.J.J. Uh, quit the Daily Bugle after it's revealed that the new owner is Wilson Fisk, the kingpin. They're going to start their own newspaper. Now, all of your prediction can still happen just with, you know, Ben and JJJ on a different paper. Ben becomes the Green Goblin. Ooh. The Goblin's going to show up, but uh, I don't know if anyone wants spoilers for that. It's not It's not Ben. I, I wish it was. That would have been a great twist. I said could become. Okay, yeah, there's still time. Yeah, hush. All right. This is... My segment. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Man, we got badass over here. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's bad tushy. I got kids. Right. I got you. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, any anything else? Any? Well, you know we have that Discord. Oh yeah, yeah we do. And uh, you should join it, by the way. Uh, you... I did. Not not you, the audience collective you. Ah. DJpodcast.com. Question from the Discord. Uh, what's a favorite quote said by the villain? And this can apply to movies, games, comics, and books. I figured comics is good enough. Hmm. By the villain? Yes. Oh, that's harder. Because the first one that comes to mind is always just random bullshit. Go! <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I don't read enough comics to get a really... It doesn't have to be comics, just... Okay. Yeah. yeah, it can be I... movies, games, books, comics. I've got one. All right. For you, the day M. Bison graced your village was the most <laughs> important day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. That's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will choose another video game movie. Um, Monkey. oh there's an entire generation who don't get that and you know maybe they are richer for it (laughs) maybe they they have a much better mario movie this is true well i'm going with a comic uh from the avengers uh, well, actually, the old Captain America, where Baron Zemo is yelling at uh, at Captain America, I command you to, and then the sound effect is wank as uh, <laughs> as Cap hits someone with his shield. I command you to wank. wank. Yeah. 
So there wow. you go. There you go. Oh. I, I hope that that cleared it up for whoever asked the question. <laughs> I probably just opened more. It probably just rated ra- ra- monkey. And, I love that. Monkey. Monkey. <laughs> We all knew who it was, so it's a good one. Because I was going to say, like, uh, there was a, a scene in Batman Hush where Joker is running from Batman, and he's like, help, Madman, Batty-Man! Because <laughs> yes. like, everyone knows, like, the serious quotes, you know, like, yeah. one bad day, blah, 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 yeah, but, yeah. like... <laughs> well, and then, of course, the... Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce? <laughs> that is the best Joker quote. Oh my god, that Joker is so great. Yeah, I put down a deposit. <laughs> I love that. That's why he's so outraged. Is he did things right? <laughs> Doesn't care that Bruce is Batman. Doesn't care about any of that. Where's my electric car? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the animated Jokers, Alan Tuddocks is my second favorite behind Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a close second just because of that. Oh, that's all I got. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, if there's no other, nothing else? No. Nah, we'll... Okay. Um, then, Monsieur Kent? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare yourself for Justin's Long Box. Yeah, baby. Extra long. Welcome to the Long Box. Thank you. Nobody can deny Superman's cultural impact. Mm. Whether it's in the comic book world, the movie world, even to a lesser degree, the video game world, or just pop culture in general. Say much lesser degree, the video game world, but yeah. Everybody knows the big blue Boy Scout. And the only thing more culturally iconic than the character himself is his death. So mm-hmm. this month, we're going to discuss the deaths of Superman. <laughs> deaths, plural. Okay. So, in 1966, with Superman 181, Superman perished. The Galaxy Crimeteers, trained to become assassins worthy enough to defeat the Man of Steel, went against him. Well, against the Superman android. And they defeated the android, but, you know... Everybody kind of thought it was him, but it really wasn't because, you know, it was an android. So it doesn't count. Well, you know, for a while, everybody thought Superman was dead. Mm. But, you know, he was fine. But in 1977, Mm. uh, in Justice League number 145, a little over a decade later, the Bronze Age Superman perished. Count Crystal descended into the fictional place known as Silent City and summoned the demon Asgore. Asgore imbued the Count with supernatural powers that only grew stronger with each member he killed, eventually culminating in Superman. Don't worry, he was brought back to life. Oh, okay, so that's fine. Um, Thank goodness. In 1999, and this is an offshoot, we see in The Kingdom, number one, which is a sequel to um, Kingdom Come. 1999, huh? No other deaths between then? 
I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> My notes are not in chronological. Okay. All right. Order. Sorry. They're in order of importance. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm I'm counting down to the least important. Oh. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. He he unfortunately passed away in the kingdom. Hmm. Uh, Infinite Crisis number seven in twenty uh, two thousand zero six. I don't know why I said it like 2006. that. 2006. That's how choked up I am about this. 2006. I can tell. You're really... Infinite yeah. Crisis number seven. Now, it was Earth-1 Superman who died at the hands of Superboy Prime. Yeah, it was classic Superman. Classic Superman. So, you know, the one we thought was dead originally, but it turned out to be a Superman robot, he finally kicked the bucket. Fleischer Superman. Fleischer Superman, yeah. Okay. Um, mm. In... 2016, the new 52 Superman, unfortunately, passed away. Yeah, darn. Uh, kryptonite poisoning, I believe, this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, jumping back to 1961, <laughs> uh, the School for Superman Assassins opened. Ah, uh, um, good. The Sassasses. Yes, the Sassasses. The Sosa. Um, they fought Superman many times, but and and ultimately killed him. But it was an imaginary tale, so you know, not really canon. Yeah. Uh, 1968. <laughs> Chad's just resting his head against the microphone at this point. The glasses are off. Uh, and actually, put my head here. That put my head on the microphone. They can hear my thoughts. <laughs> It's just damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh. So yeah, in nineteen sixty eight, Action Comics three sixty six. Um in the last days of Superman storyline, um a <laughs> sorry, my notes reloaded. <laughs> a strange kryptonite laced object came from space carrying a virus which ultimately killed Superman. Uh, 1970. Action Comics. We're just three- skipping 69. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not in chronological order. Order of importance. Order of importance, going backwards. Um, Action Comics 387. Uh, arch rivals Lex Luthor and Clark Kent. Um. Teamed up to kill Superman. <laughs> <laughs> It was a pickup basketball game gone horribly wrong. <laughs> oh, that one's not even worth mentioning. Never mind. <laughs> we did it better. Yeah, you did it better. You yeah. did it better. Oh, uh, in 1986, Action Comics 583. The, this is the uh, Alan Moore Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. It's a really good story. It really is. Although he didn't really die in that one. No. He, he gave away his powers. He just so. kind of walked away from... He just kind of walked away. Everyone else died, though. Yeah. Except for Lois, everyone else died. That's yeah. a bummer, man. Um, uh, All-Star Superman in 2008. Although he didn't really die. No, he just kind of like retired to the sun. Yeah, he, he infused himself into the sun. With the, po- with the power of the sun. Yes. He'll be fine. He'll be back. Um, oh, I like uh, that story. I like it. It is a good All-Star story. Superman's really All-Star good. All-Star Superman. It's really good. 
in uh, my top three Superman stories. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, DC Universe versus the Masters of the Universe. Superman gets impaled by the Sword of Power, the Sword of Grayskull. That'll do it. Yeah, it's, it's a magic. Sword. It's magic, yeah. He gets better. Of course. Now he's doing this just to like... I know. He's just, I know. It's just... Just getting... I'm just... I think there was something in 92. Yeah. Yeah, um, there was. Yeah, something... Some big event covered by the media. Dom's Day? No, that's not right. <laughs> that, I would read the shit out of that Superman story. Dom's Day and Superman. No, no, no. I'm just imagining Superman, the ball gag. We have kids that listen. Let's stop there. <laughs> Theater of the mind, folks. Theater of the mind. And yes, in 1992, the death and, well... The sleep and return, the sleep and return, return of yeah. Superman that got n- worldwide media coverage because up until that point it had never happened before, despite the fact of you know other it never things. happened for realsies. It never happened for realsies, but it still hasn't. No take backs, <laughs> but it still hasn't because he got better. It was a near death experience for Superman. Jonathan saw him on the way. Wasn't Superman True. affected by the Black Lantern? I don't remember. I do know what you're I talking about. The War of the Lanterns. Yeah. Because yes. if he was affected by the Black Lantern, Blackest then, Night, yeah, then he definitely died. That's that's true. That is true. Blackest yeah. Night. There was a Black Lantern Superman. I mean, you can you can say sleep and return all you want but because it's is, funny. But I mean, the <laughs> idea behind you know Kryptonian physiology being what it is or whatnot, it, it's fucking comic book. Yeah. And so he can be dead and just suddenly be not dead anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if the Black Lantern affects yeah. Superman, then that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, then the death is. We're gonna have to do a deep dive on Blackest Night. I look yeah. forward to that conversation. I I love the whole Jeff Johns run on Green oh, Lantern. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that is a brief overview of the deaths of Superman. You know, it only happened the one plus. <laughs> Wow, that Seems was that was a journey. It, it was a thing. No, it, no, he didn't die in Emperor Joker. Batman's no. the one who died over and over in Emperor yes. Joker. Superman was just like a loser for a while. Yeah. Okay. Emperor Joker's a fun read. Oh, it is. Okay. It is so good. He manages to trick Mitchett's bit lick and giving him his powers. Wow. Yeah. It goes about as well as you would think it went. I imagine. Yeah. All of China wiped out for a Chinese food joke. Huh. Yeah. Everything gets better, though. But it's mid two thousands comics at its mid two thousandsiest. Okay. Yeah, just just a little bit of that nineties weirdness overhauled with you know moving forward progressively into the new millennium. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Still worth a read, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ah, <sighs> if they're still our sponsors, I want to thank them. Shirtosaurus <laughs> and Gamefly. Uh, be sure to check out our other shows. You want me to watch what the week three podcast, the sporadic TLDR. And on YouTube, Geek Plays and Retromantics. Uh, look us up on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and and Discord. Discord. Cannot forget Discord. We're on threads, too. On threads. And links to all of those can be found at geekcavepodcast.com. Say hi when you get there. Uh, be sure to tell your friends about us. We're on all your favorite podcast services. And now, here is your out-of-context comic panel.
we see Superman. Yeah. He's not dying. Oh. But we we see him thinking, I'm I'm stiffening up. <laughs> Got to grab that hose with a giant sploosh coming from his groin area. <sighs> it looks so, like Kurt Swan's art, too. Yeah. So for Kent, Darren, and Chad, I'm Justin. This has been the wonderful world of comics. And remember, everyone's a geek for something. Yeah.